Welcome to Locked On Mariners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here's your host, D.C. Lundberg. Yes, indeed. Almost back at full strength. Voice has kind of been coming and going today, as has my energy level. But I am D.C. Lundberg, and I am back here at the helm of Locked On Mariners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, or T-L-O-P-N, or Tloppin. Remember to download, rate, and subscribe to this program on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or whichever podcasting app that you personally care to use. Ask your smart device to play Locked on Mariners podcast or any program here on Tloppin. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners and follow me on Twitter at DC underscore Lundberg, L-U-N-D-B-E-R-G, if you are indeed scoring at home. Thank you very much to John Miller for hosting both episodes of our Wild Card Series recaps on Tuesday. Happy birthday, Joey Martin. Belated birthday to Joey Martin, our announcer whose birthday was Tuesday, October the 13th. And also thank you to Clive Braithwaite IV for hosting our last program, which recapped the National League Division Series. Today we will be talking about both American League Division Series and the National League Series. Both of them were sweeps in the American League. Neither of them were sweeps. The one thing they did have in common is that in that both series involved two teams from the same division. It was the Braves and the Marlins and the Dodgers and the Padres. In the American League, it's the Astros and A's and the Rays and Yankees. We'll talk about the Rays and Yankees in the second half of today's program. We'll start with the Oakland Athletics and the Houston Astros, again, just to get the Astros out of the way, as it were. Game 1 took place on October 5th. This was a 10 to 5 win by the Houston Astros, although the A's got the uh, scoring underway in the bottom of the second inning on a two-run home run by Chris Davis, Matt Olson scoring ahead of him. A's would tack on one in the bottom of the third, a Sean Murphy leadoff home run. The Astros would counter with two in the top of the fourth, a leadoff home run by Alex Bregman and a solo home run by Carlos Correa. Bottom of the fourth inning, Matt Olson would lead off with a home run of his own to bring the score to four to three A's. So far, every single run has scored on a home run. Bottom of the fifth, we have our first run scoring on a non-home run. A sacrifice fly by Mark Canna to score the underrated Marcus Semyon. The score at this time is 5-3 to three A's, and the Astros would not stand for it. For in the top of the sixth inning, George Springer would hit a, a one-run double to score Josh Reddick, and the very next batter, Jose Altuve, hit a two-run single to score Maldonado and Springer. Very next batter would be facing new pitcher Jake Diekman, but Michael Brantley hit a RBI single of his own to score Altuve. Earlier in the inning, Josh Reddick had reached base on an error, and as there were two outs at this time, all of these runs were unearned. In any case, the Astros now led 7-5, to and they would extend this lead to 8-5 to in the top of the seventh on a Carlos Correa solo home run. Top of the ninth inning with that same 8-5 to score. Carlos Correa, once again, not a home run, but he would hit an RBI single to score uh, Bregman, Alex Bregman. And the very next batter, Yuli Gurriel, sacrifice, hit a sacrifice fly to score Kyle Tucker, bringing the score to 10-5, to which wound up being the final. Neither starting pitcher fared very well. For the Astros, it was Lance McCullers Jr., who would last four innings, give up eight hits, five runs, four of them earned. He'd only walk one, he'd strike out three, but he'd give up three home 
home runs. He was kind of bombs away in this game. McCullers would give up all three Astros home runs, or he would give up all three home runs that the Astros would give up. And on the A's side, starter Chris Bassett gave up two in his four innings of work, nine hits, three runs, all earned, and four strikeouts. And then use Mario Petit for a scoreless inning. J.B. Wendelkin, two-thirds of an inning, three hits, four runs, none of them earned, and a strikeout. Jake Diekman, two-thirds of an inning with one hit. Lou Trevino, two-thirds of an inning, one hit, one run. It was earned. It was a home run also. Mike Miner, one one inning pitched, uh, nothing given up. And then Jordan Weems, no innings pitched. He faced only a few batters, gave up two hits, two runs both earned, and walk one, walked one. And TJ McFarland with one inning pitched. On the Astros side, Lance McCullers would be the only Astros pitcher to give up a run. Blake Taylor pitched a scoreless inning. Enoli Paredes, two scoreless innings. Christian Javier, a scoreless inning. And Ryan Presley also with a scoreless inning. Astros, again, win this one 10-5. to Next game, the Astros would take as well, although it was a little closer. 5-2 to two was the final in this one, and just like the last game, Oakland got the scoring underway in the bottom of the second inning, and it was Chris Davis once again with a solo home run. Amazing. In the top of the third, however, is when the Astros would answer right back on a George Springer two-run home run. Top of the fourth inning, Carlos Correa, RBI ground out to score Michael Brantley. He grounds out to the shortstop to extend the Astros' lead to 3-1. to one. However, the very next half inning, Chad Pender would lead off with a solo home run to bring the A's back to within two. Next half inning, bought a top of the fifth inning, pardon me, Martin Maldonado solo home run. Very next batter, George Springer, also hit a solo home run to bring that score to 5-2, to two, which wound up being the final score. Framber Valdez started for the Astros, went seven innings, five hits, two runs both earned, four strikeouts, a walk, and those two home runs that we mentioned. Sean Manaya started for the A's and did not have his best stuff. Four to third innings pitched, five runs, four, pardon me, five hits, four runs, all runs earned, a walk, two strikeouts, two home runs, Yusmerio Petit, two thirds of an inning, a hit, a run, an earned run. It was on that home run. Mike Miner, two scoreless innings. Joaquin Soria, a scoreless inning. And Lou Trevino with one scoreless inning. A's would climb back into the series the next day as the away team. They're playing all these games in Dodger Stadium, by the way, which is pissing off Dodgers fans that the Astros series had to be in Dodger Stadium. I, <laughs> I get it. And it, just like in this game, the Oakland Athletics would open up the scoring, this time in the top of the first. And it was a Tommy LaStella. Stop me if you've heard this before. So Solo home run. Bottom of the first, Jose Altuve, solo home run to tie the ball game. And later on in that same inning, a Carlos Correa RBI ground out to score Michael Brantley. A's, pardon me, Astros have a 2-1 to one lead, but it would be a temporary lead as Mark Canna would lead off the next half inning with a solo home run to tie the ball game. So it's 2-2 two to two going into the t- bottom of the second inning, and that 2-2 two to two score would remain until the top of the fourth when Matt Olson would lead off with a home run. A lot of home runs hitting the series, ladies and gentlemen. 3-2 to two is the score at this point. Top of the fifth inning, A's would extend their lead 
on a solo home run from Marcus Semyon. Bottom of the fifth inning, however, Alemnis Diaz hits a two-run home run to tie the game at four. Later on in that same inning, Michael Brantley would, have, would hit an RBI single to score George Springer, and the next hitter, Alex Bregman, would hit a double to score Brantley. Houston has a 6-4 to lead at this point, and later on in that same inning, they would make it 7-4 to on an RBI single by Kyle Tucker to score Bregman. That 7-4 lead would not last, however. In the top of the seventh inning, Chad Pinder, three-run home run to tie the game. 7-7 going into the top of the eighth inning, which is when Sean Murphy would hit a sacrifice fly to score Robbie Grossman. Later on in that inning, Chad Pinder would hit a sacrifice fly to score Ramon Laureano. So the A's now have a 7-9 lead, and that is the score in which this game ends. Jesus Lazardo starts for the A's. Four and a third innings, five hits, four runs, all earned, two walks, two strikeouts, two home runs. Yusmario Petit, a third of an inning, three hits, three runs, all earned, and a walk. Jake Diekman, an uh, inning and a third of scoreless ball. And Liam Hendricks, who would get the win, pitches the final three innings, and those were also scoreless. Jose Urquidy started for the Astros. He also goes four and a third innings, also gives up five hits, also gives up four runs all earned. He walks one, strikes out three, and gives up a whopping four home runs. Blake Taylor would follow for a scoreless two-thirds of an inning. Josh James pitches an inning and gives up uh, three runs, all of them earned on three hits and a walk and a home run. Brooks Riley, two innings of two-run ball, both of those earned. One, uh, one hit, two walks, and then Andre Scrub, an inning of scoreless baseball. So it's now a 2-1 to one series lead for the Astros, and they would ice the series the next day with an 11-6 to six final, with Zach Grinke going four and two-thirds innings. Five hits, four runs, all of them earned. These are very similar pitching lines across the board. One walk for him, four strikeouts, and two home runs. Blake Taylor would, would clean up the, the inning in which he left. Uh, just the one batter faced, and he, he did retire that batter. Christian Javier, two and a third scoreless innings. Enoli Paredes, two-thirds of an inning, also scoreless. Ryan Presley pitched the final inning. Three hits, two runs, both earned a walk and a strikeout. On the other uh, on the other side, Frankie Montas pitched three and two-thirds inning for the A's. He gives up seven hits, five runs, all earned, one walk, two strikeouts, three strikeouts, pardon me, and two home runs. Jamie Wendelkin, a third of an inning, one hit, two runs, both earned, and a walk, also a home run. Mike Miner, two-thirds of an inning, scoreless baseball. Lou Trevino, one-third of an inning of scoreless baseball. He struck out the only batter that he faced. Joaquin Soria, one inning, three hits, two runs, both earned, and a walk. Jake Diekman, one inning, one hit, two runs, both earned, two strikeouts and a home run. And TJ McFarland, one inning, a strikeout and a walk. And just like in every other game this series, the Oakland Athletics were on the board first. And just like in every other game this series, it was a home run. This time of the three-run variety, this one off Ramon Laureano's at bat in the top of the second. In the bottom of the fourth inning is when the Astros would counter. Down by three runs, Michael Brantley would hit a two-run home run. Later on in the inning, Carlos Correa would hit a three-run home run. So they now lead 5-3. to three. However, the very next half inning, top of the fifth, Ramon Laureano would lead off with another home run to bring the A's back to within one run. 
On the other hand, the very next half inning after that, bottom five, Michael Brantley leads off with another home run. And later on in the bottom of the fifth, Carlos Correa, an RBI single to score Bregman to bring the Astros to a 7-4 lead. They would extend that lead in the bottom of the sixth on an RBI single by Kyle Tucker and another RBI single by Carlos Correa, giving him a 9-4 lead which they would extend once again in the bottom of the seventh on a Jose Altuve, get this, yeah, a home run. Two-run home run for Altuve to bring the score to 11-4. to A's would try to come back in the ninth inning. Marcus, Marcus Semien would score Robbie Grossman on an RBI single, and Semien would later score on an RBI single by Tommy Listella, but that would be it. They would only plate two that inning to bring it to an 11-6 to final score in favor of the Houston Astros. Houston takes the game series three games to one. The Astros will advance to the American League Championship Series, or they have advanced to the American League Championship Series, which is underway. This series, very much dominated by offense. Pitchers need not apply. The Astros hit 322 as a team on base of 388 and a a slugging of 594. Their OPS as a team in this series, 982. And they hit a dozen home runs in these four games. A's offense, 269 average, 327 on base, and a 575 slugging for a team OPS of 901. They also hit a dozen home runs. There were 24 combined home runs hit in this series in these four games. Again, pitchers need not apply. This was a hitter's series, bar none, and a team with a sub-500 record is playing in a league championship series. I cannot stress how ludicrous that is, ladies and gentlemen. It pisses me off. This should not be happening. We will let you know about their opponent in the American League Championship Series in the second half of today's show. It is either the Tampa Bay Rays or New York Yankees. But first, I got to tell you about Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse happens to carry, no less? Well, you have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and right in your pocket. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or dealership? Chain stores have different price tiers for pro mechanics or do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices, on the other hand, are the same for everybody and always reliably low. And they're a family business, serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Why spend up to twice as much money for the same parts? There's no reason to do it. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car, truck, van, SUV, or crossover. Right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com You got a question or comment? Send it over to LockedOnMariners at gmail.com and I'll reply to it on the air in an upcoming mailbag episode. Tell me how awful my voice sounds. 
I did get a question about theme parks and roller coasters early on in the week, and I will be replying to that on the next mailbag episode. Questions on any subject are welcome. Just keep them clean. This is a family show, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, LockedOnMariners at gmail.com is that address. LockedOnMariners will continue following this word from Built Bar. If you have not trade Built Bar for yourself yourself yet, ladies and gentlemen, do yourself a favor and go to BuiltBar.com and order a box of these amazing protein bars. I do not eat what doesn't taste good, and I like these things. I do eat these things. They do taste good. The, tw- the six new fi- flavors are great. The 12 classic flavors that they kept are all fantastic. The peanut butter brownie is great. The chocolate raspberry mousse is also very good. German chocolate cake is a new favorite. That, that was a really good one, as is the lemon almond cheesecake. That was one of the six new flavors, and it is absolutely out of this world. They're all high in protein, which, which is a good thing for a protein bar, and they're also all low in sugar, carbohydrates, and calories. They're also all gluten-free. And the nut-free flavors, they're made in a nut-free facility. Go on over to BuiltBar.com right now to order yourself a box of these amazing protein bars. You can even compile a box of bars of the flavors you'd most like to try or a box of bars of your already established favorite flavors. And don't forget about Built Boost Drink Powder and Built Go. Also, the Drink Powder, Built Boost Drink Powder... If you mix it with hot water, it's a great way to soothe the sore throat, which I'm probably going to do before the second half of the show starts because I need it. I might even have Clive finish out the show for me if I lose my voice any further. BuiltBar.com and promo code, I haven't mentioned this yet, promo code Locked On to get $10 off of your order. BuiltBar.com to order these amazing protein bars, great drunk drink powder, oh, and uh, it built go energy shots. I'm running out of gas, ladies and gentlemen. $10 off. If you use promo code locked on, now time for the second half of Locked On Mariners. Once again, your host, DC Lundberg. Thank you again, Joey. I am indeed DC Lundberg. Voice obviously is still not quite up to snuff as of yet. Yeah, I do. I have some uh, hot built boost with me to try to soothe my throat as I get through the second half of this program. Uh, we'll see what happens, however. In the first half of the show, we talked about the Houston Astros' victory over the Oakland Athletics in the American League Division Series. We're now going to talk about the other American League Division Series. This one went five games. This was against the New York Yankees and Tampa Bay Rays. The Yankees would take the first game of this series by a 9-3 to final score. And they would get the scoring underway in the uh, very first inning against Shoreline's very own Blake Snell and Aaron Hicks' sacrifice fly to score DJ LeMayhew. Bottom of the first inning, Randy Orozarena, solo home run. There's that home run ball popping up again as it did so often in the A's and Astros series. Top of the third with a two uh, with a one-to-one tie, pardon me. Clint Frazier hits a home run to give the Yankees a two-to-one lead that led off the inning. Rays would uh, go ahead in the bottom of the fourth inning on a Jimon Choi two-run home run with a, Ro- a Rosarena on board. Next half inning, the Yankees would take the lead right back. Kyle Higashioka would lead off with a home run. Later on in the inning, Aaron Judge would hit a solo home run. So the Yankees now have a 4-3 to advantage. Then they'd get serious in the top of the ninth inning. Aaron Hicks would hit an RBI single. And then a batter later, John Carlos Stanton 
grand salami time to give the Yankees a 9-3 to lead, which wound up being the final margin of victory. Garrett Cole started for the Yankees. He went six innings, gave up six hits, three runs, all earned, two walks, two home runs, and eight strikeouts. Chad Green, a scoreless inning, Zach Britton, a scoreless inning, and Luis Cesa, a scoreless inning. Shoreline's very own Blake Snell would get the start for the Rays. He'd go five innings only. He'd give up six hits, four runs, all earned, two walks, three home runs, and four strikeouts. Ryan Thompson, two scoreless innings. Oliver Drake, a scoreless inning. And John Curtis was the victim in the ninth inning. He'd go two-thirds of an inning and give up all five Yankee runs that inning on four hits, two walks, and a home run. Uh, Shane McClanahan would uh, wrap up the ball game, pitching the final third of an inning while walking one. Yankees take game one, nine to three. Rays would even up the series the next game, and as a matter of fact, they would get the scoring underway in the first inning in the bottom of the first on a Randy Arozarena home run. That lead would not last very long at all, however, as in the top of the second, John Carlos Stanton would lead off with a home run. Bottom of the second, Rays would take the lead again on a two-run home run by former Mariner Mike Zanino. Bottom of the third, Rays would score two more on a Miguel Mar- Manuel Margo, pardon me, home run. Manuel Margo, two-run home run at the bottom of the third. Top of the fourth, John Carlos Stanton, three-run home run to bring the Yankees back to within one run. They'd have a uh, five-to-four deficit at this time. And the Rays would extend that uh, deficit for the Yankees in the bottom of the fifth inning with a Kevin Kiermeyer RBI single to give them a 6-4 to four advantage. Bottom of the sixth, Austin Meadows solo home run to give the, to give the Rays a 7-4 to four lead. And in the top of the ninth, D.J. LeMahieu would hit an RBI single to score Gio Urshela uh, to bring the Yankees another run, but it would not be enough. The Rays would win this game 7-5 to five to even up the series. Next game was another semi-high scoring affair. And the first run of this game, it was not a home run. It occurred in the top of the second inning, and it was an RBI single by Michael Perez. Bottom of the third, Aaron Judge would hit a sacrifice fly to score Brett Gardner on an unearned run to tie up the game for the Yankees. Next half inning, however, Kevin Kiermeyer three-run home run to give the Rays a 4-1 to one lead. Top of the fifth inning, Randy Arozarena would lead off with what else? A home run, 5-1 to one lead at this point uh, for the Rays, and then a two-run home run by Michael Perez in the top of the sixth to give him a 7-1 to one lead. And later on in the inning, a G-Man Choi RBI double to score a Rosarena gives them an 8-2 lead. Bottom of the eighth inning, Yankees would get two back on, guess what? Yep, a home run, two-run home run by John Carlos Stanton uh, for that 8-4 final. Charlie Morton started for the uh, Rays. He'd go five innings, give up two runs, only one of them earned, on four hits, two walks, and uh, he'd strike out six. John Curtis, one and two-thirds innings pitched of scoreless ball. Shane McClanahan, one and a third innings. Two runs given up, only one of those earned. And Diego Castillo, a scoreless inning. Masahiro Tanaka would start for the Yankees. He'd go four innings, give up uh, five runs, all of them earned. Eight hits, a walk, two home runs, and four strikeouts. Chad Green, an inning, two runs given up, both of those earned. Luis Cesa, an inning, and an earned run. Uh, Nick Nelson, I almost said Ricky Nelson. I'm thinking of Garden Party. Rick, Nick Nelson, my gosh, an inning of scoreless baseball. And then Michael King, 
two innings of scoreless baseball. So the uh, Rays now have a uh, two to one advantage in the series going into game four. And the Yankees would take this one. They would get on the board first in the second inning. And surprise, surprise, the first one was was scored on a home run, a solo home run by Luke Voigt to lead off the inning. And DJ LeMayhew would hit a sacrifice fly to score Brett Gardner later on in the inning to give the Yankees a quick 2-0 lead. Next half inning, Brandon Lowe would hit an RBI ground out to score Willie Adamas to bring the Rays back to within one run. Fast forward to the bottom of the sixth inning with Gleyber Torres up. He'd hit a home run, two-run home run with Brett Gardner aboard, giving giving the Yankees a 4-1 lead in the game. Bottom of the eighth inning, with Torres aboard, Kyle Higashioka would hit a single to score him to give the Yankees a 5-1 lead, which wound up being the final score in this game. For the Rays, Ryan Thompson would start. He would only go one and two-thirds innings. Two hits, two runs, both earned three walks, a home run and three strikeouts. Ryan Yarborough, five innings in relief. Six hits, two runs, both earned a walk and a home run. And finally, Aaron Sleggers with one and a third innings pitched. Three hits given up, one run, it was earned, and a strikeout. Jordan Montgomery would start for the Yankees. He'd only go four. He'd give up one run. It was earned on three hits, three walks, four strikeouts. Chad Green, who got the win in relief, would pitch two innings. Uh, He wouldn't give up anything, and he'd strike out two. Also not giving up a thing would be Zach Britton in his one and two-thirds inning of work, and he would strike out three. Aurelis Chapman would earn the save, pitching one and a third innings, issuing a walk, and also recording two strikeouts. So the series is now even, going into game five. And this one was very much a pitcher's duel. Starting for the Yankees, Garrett Cole. Five and a third innings. One run, he was earned. One hit, two walks, nine strikeouts. And that one run was given up on a home run by Austin Meadows. Zach Britton, a scoreless one and two-thirds innings. He'd also give up a walk, a hit, and he'd strike out two. Aroldis Chapman, he'd finish up the with the final one and a third innings. He'd give up a, a solo home run, which was his only run given up of the day, his only hit given up of the day. He'd strike out two, and Mike Brousseau was the, was the man who hit that home run. For the Rays, Tyler Glasnow, two and a third innings pitched. No hits given up, no runs, but two walks and two strikeouts. Nick Anderson, two and two-thirds innings pitched, two hits, one run, it was earned, two strikeouts, and that run was scored on an Aaron Judge third-inning home run. Pete Fairbanks, two scoreless innings, three strikeouts, a hit, and a walk. And then Diego Castillo, two innings of scoreless baseball, four strikeouts, and a walk. And those three home runs would account for all three runs scored in this game. And again, those were hit by Aaron Judge of the Yankees in the fourth inning, Austin Meadows of the Rays in the fifth inning, and Mike Brousseau off of Rollis Chapman in the eighth inning. And the Rays would win by that 2-1 to one final score. That is their third series victory, giving them the series at large. Played entirely within Petco Park in San Diego. Rays win the series 3-2. to two. And just in time, because boy, is my brain scrambled at this time. I'm kind of done talking for the day, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for muddling through this episode, as it were. Uh, at when the uh, Divi- when the championship series ends, we'll be recapping them right here on this very program, be that Monday or Tuesday, or whenever that happens to be. In any case, joining us on that next program will be Jennifer Keaton, Unicorn Jones, and a Chain Link Fence. 
Please remember to download, rate, and subscribe to this program. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or any podcasting app that may spring to mind. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners, and follow me on Twitter at DC underscore Lundberg. Thank you for listening to today's program. Thank you for listening to our programs throughout the rest of the week. And thank you again to John Miller and to Clive Braithwaite IV for filling in for me as my voice was really terrible. If you think my voice was bad today, you should have heard it earlier in the week. In any case, we'll be back next week talking more baseball, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for sticking with us, and I hope you have a wonderful weekend. This is Joey Martin speaking for Locked On Mariners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. 